Welcome to Major Choices, a podcast all about designing the career you want. I'm Rachel Gerber, a career coach at Indiana University who works with hundreds of college students each year, helping them navigate their own major choices in life. In 30 minutes or less, we're going to discuss how to explore your options, learn about yourself, and start to head down a career path that feels right for you. So think of me as your personal career coach in your feed on the go. I'm so glad you're here. Working in higher ed usually means fairly predictable patterns and rhythms of the academic calendar cycle. August and January, it ushers in new starts for the semester with breaks for the winter and summer. Now, I don't know about you, but I love a fresh start, a clean slate. I even love Mondays. So as we launch into the start of yet another year, we want to have a conversation about strategies and tips to set yourself and myself off on a positive trajectory. And also, major choices, we're also starting something off new this year with some wonderful new developments. We have a more student-led and produced model with major choices. And so that being said, I'm so excited to welcome our career peer, Alex King, with us this season, who's going to be co-hosting with me, sharing her own perspective as a student on her own career development journey. And then at the end of the program, we're going to have Lena Miller, who's going to be bringing the student on the street segment to get a student's point of view about today's topic. So let's dive on in and discuss some best practices and considerations to start the new year off right. Welcome to episode 24, tips on starting the semester right. Hey, Alex, welcome to Major Choices. It's so awesome to have you here. Yeah, thank you. It is very good to be here. So it's a new semester, a new year, new opportunities to consider, again, who you want to be. So what are your thoughts about starting back here at IU from winter break? This is an important topic to talk about, especially as a student. Um, And you were right. Every semester is a brand new beginning and a reset. And that's exactly what today's question is about. It comes from Brooklyn, a sophomore student from Illinois who is wondering exactly about that too. Listen in. Hey Rachel, it's Brooklyn. Coming back from winter break can be quite rough. How do I get back on my feet and start the semester off strong? Thanks so much Brooklyn for your question. You know, you are absolutely right. This is such an important topic. You know, we've had a little bit of time, Alex and I, to consider our own best ideas about, you know, ways to to create a happier, healthier, more productive semester. And um, let's just dive in, Alex. So what's one tip that you have? Okay, so connect your study habits to your learning style, like visual, auditory, tactile, slash kinesthetic. Um, Like I personally, I am kinesthetic and visual. So I have a tendency to um, always be moving. I was that person who fidgeted with pens during class. um, And I like to go on walks and tend to like redo things or even take notes more than once because that repetition of physicality and seeing it get done always helps. So like try to identify your best study method and work with that because that will change how you study and learn. Absolutely. That's such a good point. And I just want to really... I remember when you said that, it sparked my memory when I was in graduate school. One of my friends, 
he was always pacing in the library and the study room, like reading his book. And I was just like, what are you doing? And after I talked with him, he was, he was like, I learn better when my body is in motion. And so I think that that's a fantastic tip about knowing yourself, knowing how you learn best, and then actually doing that to help you study. You don't just have to study by just, you know, looking at a computer screen the whole time. You can actually also engage other ways. Awesome, Alex. Well, here's a tip that I have. And I'm just going to call it like direct your brain. And what I mean by that is like, I work better on a schedule. Maybe you do too. But I think time can just flit away before we even know it. And so tell your brain, sort of direct your um, schedule to plan out exactly how you're going to use the time. Schedule, if today is, um, you know, a real intense day to go to school, um, what does it mean to sort of schedule like, this is when I'm going to go to class. This is when I'm going to study. This is when I'm going to do my homework. This is when I'm going to take my breaks. And because I think once you can kind of schedule your, your day out like that, when you then have then a little bit more free time, it's just going to be able to use your, your time a little bit more efficiently to get done what you want to get done. Because I don't know about you, I can sometimes make lots of to-do lists and then find lots of ways to keep pushing those things off. But if I'm actually scheduling the things, when I'm going to actually do them tends to usually up my chances that they actually get done. Does that resonate with you? Yes. And that actually leads right into the next topic of getting organized and staying organized, which is easier said than done. I know I'm a student, but get the big picture of your class assignments, your requirements and reverse engineer it. Get a calendar and write your assignments down and when you'll work on what or what time you will set aside for general studying for particular courses. Like I, I have a planner. I have a calendar with, with all my classes. I have reminders set up and I write down what needs to be done, be done when it needs to be done. And I try to set aside time for that. So get organized, stay and stay organized. The hardest part is honestly sticking to your routine. <laughs> you may be like, oh, I'm going to do all of this today. And then maybe you're tired after lunch and you're like, well, this assignment can be put off. Instead, I'll take a nap instead. You know, No, get organized, stay organized, then reward yourself later. That's what I do. Another another really big tip that I have is reach out. If you have if you have questions or are starting to feel overwhelmed or lost, use your professors and other campus support services to get the help you need. Um, like my professors, they always answer. My advisors, they always answer. And I'm lucky to be a part of the Career Development Center. Like I I can get answers for anything related to career, um, my social life, my friends, my academics, anything. Ask questions and get help because there are people here. Oh, that's fantastic. And also, I didn't even mention this at the beginning of our episode, we're going to be starting a new um, segment of the podcast called Minor Choices. And that's going to be, usually we drop our Major Choices podcast once a month, but we're going to be dropping a secondary podcast that we're calling Minor Choices that's going to be completely student-led. And this next new upcoming Minor Choices is going to be all about that, Alex. It's all going to be about from a student perspective, how do you actually, like the nuts and bolts, reach out to a professor? What are some best tips so that they will um, respond to you? How do you sort of professionally um, yeah, reach out to get those questions asked? So I think that that's fantastic. Um, we oftentimes think that we're alone to figure things out. Thank you for the reminder. That there's lots of people out here on campus to support us. All right. Well, another thing that I was thinking about, Alex, was setting your intention. And what that means is like, I, 
for me, it's helpful sometimes to imagine my future self. Like I can get motivated from my future self um, and then work myself backwards. And what I mean by that is take some time to really reflect on what goals do I want for the semester ahead? How do I actually want to feel when I've met those goals, you know, at the end of May, when I've, you know, sort of gone through this next semester to really sort of visualize what it's going to look like. And I know that this is a really top a sort of a popular topic right now about like, what's your word of the year? You know, all of this, the kind of things. But I think that there's a lot of credibility to it. You know, what is that one sort of piece that you want to focus on? What is that word that encapsulates that? So when you see that word, it can be a reminder to you, because I don't know if you're like me, I tend to forget sometimes. But when I can see that word, actually, so when I see that word focus, I'm going to, I'm going to be um, motivated in a new way to be like, yes, this is really what I want for myself this is the intention that I want to set to really focus in on this, not to use that word too many times, but um, then it can kind of redirect you when you are feeling a little bit maybe swamped or overwhelmed um, or lack of motivation, right, to sort of get you back on track. And I think the last thing that I want to bring up, um, Alex, and play with me with this, is that we often hear the word balance, you know, and especially as a student, the school life balance. And, and I have the perspective that I really kind of think balance is a myth. You know, I think it's maybe more of a dance because sometimes I think it's really hard to keep everything in complete equilibrium. Does that make sense to you? A hundred percent. Balance is nowhere near what I think we're assuming that it actually is when we hear the word balance when it comes to college. Yeah, absolutely. So I think sometimes, you know, typically... Uh, um, I tend to sometimes worry, like if I'm not feeling that equilibrium, like what's wrong with me or I'm doing something wrong. So it's helped me at least to be like, you know, I think balance is a myth. I think it's a little bit more of a dance. Um, you know, like sometimes we're going to have to devote more time one way or another. Maybe it's some weeks are just more heavy academically. Other weeks you might have more opportunities for leisure and just like hanging out with friends and having more downtime. So I think recognizing that balance is something that always ebbs and flows um, when we're considering our priorities can sometimes help to take that pressure or that angst off that we're not doing something right or something's wrong with me. And because typically we have four main areas in our life that I think it's important to keep um, somewhat in harmony, and that might be a better word, in harmony, right, to find overall wellness. And that would be mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. And I think when we are especially feeling in the grip of stress, I think it can help us to consider those four ways of finding wellness and harmony to think about how we can sort of counterbalance things. Do you, could you give us an example, Alex, of what it looks like to sort of for you to find a little bit more of that harmony um, or that dance in your life? Yeah, for sure. So um, first of all, I liked that harmony. Um, that is much better than balance because with balance, we think of like this equilibrium, like equal time for physicality, equal time for emotion, equal time for mental health, equal time for spiritual health. No, um, it's not necessarily equilibrium. It, they have to be harmonious and kind of work together. And, you know, if I'm really stressed out, one of the biggest things that I'm going to do is focus on my mental health. Um, because I know for me personally, everybody's different. If I'm stressed out, I have to check in mentally and be like, what is wrong? Maybe not necessarily I'm the problem, but maybe like what's wrong and what's hard. And then I have to find what is going to um, make 
finding this harmony easier for me. So maybe it's a lot of academics, like finals week, we've all been there. Um, and it, there's so, so much studying to do. And it's my brain's exhausted. I'm tired physically. I have not done anything. And so I'll try to devote a tiny bit of time to one of the other four components. So like during finals week, I tried to try to go on runs with friends short. I c couldn't, I could not spend three hours in the gym. Um, but I could spend 20 minutes on a treadmill and try to do that. Or, um, I don't know, journal Journaling is a really good thing. It sounds really cheesy, um, but I keep I keep a journal. And if I'm feeling out of balance, I'll honestly address what feels out of balance um, and just try to do what kind of is going to help me get through that day. If you're feeling out of balance, honestly, take it day at a time. Don't think about the next day. Think about that day, what you need. And it does not have to be equal parts all four of those areas of life. It has to just be what feels best at that point in time. Oh, that was so awesome. Y'all, I'm so excited to have Alex here with us this semester. We're going to have such a great time. That was a great list. So I think why in the world are attending to these tips helpful? Because in the broadest sense, it sets you up academically for success with better grades because you're feeling more holistic. You're feeling more um, sort of in tune with where you are here. Right, and better grades can lead to better opportunities for internships, careers, and beyond. But even more so, inherently, um, attending to some of these tips um, at the beginning of a new thing can make you more motivated to show up as your best self. Mental health and taking holistic care of ourselves throughout college, you know, both academically and co-curricular, can set us up for a lifetime of success and opportunities. Um, and this, these are things, these tips that we can take with us wherever we go, whether we're a student or not. Um, they can be translated far beyond um, in any point in your life in the workplace and beyond. Thanks so much. IU Recreational Sports is the place for students to go on campus to be active, have fun, alleviate stress, and make friends. Most students have already paid the student activity fee, which means they have access to lots of great things at Recreational Sports with only a scan of their Crimson card, including two great facilities, the Student Recreational Sports Center and Bill Garrett Fieldhouse, multiple strength and cardio spaces, indoor pools, courts for basketball, volleyball, racquetball, badminton, and more, more than 80 group exercise sessions offered each week, including yoga, cycle, Zumba, cardio hip-hop, kickboxing, and more. There are additional opportunities that cost an additional fee, such as intramural sports and personal training. To learn more about what you have access to with recreational sports, visit www.recsports.indiana.edu. And now it's time for Students on the Street, where our career peer, Lena, interviews a student and gets their perspective about the topic of the day. Coming back from winter break is hard for all of us, but we are starting this semester off strong with another student on the street segment. My name is Lena Evans, and I'm a career peer coach in the CDC here at IU, and today I'm here with Maddie. Maddie, tell me a little bit about your year, what you study here at IU, and other activities you were involved in around campus. Well, I'm a sophomore here at IU. Um, I'm studying travel management, hospitality, and event planning, and a minor in dance, and I'm involved in the In Motion Dance Company here on campus. So what about IU makes you most excited to be back for the spring semester? For the spring semester, I'm most excited to be back dancing with the dance company and uh, to prepare for our show at the end of March. 
So, since today's episode is surrounded about tips to start your semester off strong, how do you fully prepare for the first couple weeks of class? This semester, for the first couple weeks of class, I made sure I had everything ready before I came back from break. Um, I made a plan that I was going to study more than I did anything else this semester, so hopefully that works out well. And since you want to study more, would you say that's one of the top three things you want to focus on this semester? Yes, definitely studying more. Um, Spending time with my friends, too. I do want to have a balance with my social life and studying. And then I want to work hard and get good grades, obviously, and just put 100% effort into everything I do this semester. So I think it is also super important to have an end-of-semester goal that could be contained within a few words. When I think of mine, I think of mine as, like, just chill. I think a lot of time last semester I spent a lot of time being very, like, high-strung, and I wasn't able to just relax. So that's what I'm trying to focus on a lot this semester. So if you were to have a goal in just a couple words, what would what would it be and why? Get it done. I struggled a lot last semester with procrastination and kind of just pushing everything off and saying I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, this semester, I definitely just want to focus on getting everything done beforehand and not having to stress about it like the day it's due or having everything pile up and then all of it just like come cracking down on me at once. And I'm going to hit you with one more question before we end the student on the street podcast. A lot of students struggle with balance and tend to say that they can never really achieve it. So I wanted to ask you, do you think you live your life more as a balance or would you describe it more as like a dance to get everything done? I would definitely describe the way I handle everything as a dance to get it all done. Um, I found that trying to balance everything out doesn't really work and you're going to have to put more effort into one thing than the other sometimes. Especially with, like, social activities and, like, homework and stuff, I tend to, like, definitely lean more towards the social activities. So I definitely need to focus on getting a balance, but also it's definitely more of a dance because it's hard to balance them out perfectly. Thank you, Maddie, for being the interviewee of the Student on the Street segment today. Again, my name is Lena Evans. I am a career peer coach in the CDC here at IU, and this concludes our Student on the Street segment. Friends, thanks so much for joining us today on Major Choices, a podcast all about designing the career you want. If you like what you heard, subscribe to Major Choices, rate us, and leave a review. It really does help others find us out there in podcast land. And as always, we hope that this conversation sparks something within you to reflect on as you design your own path ahead. You know, these decisions can often weigh heavy, but remember, you're not alone. If you need help locating your career coach, you can always contact us at iucareer at indiana.edu. Special thanks to the co-writers and co-producers, our fabulous career development center career peers, Bree Rainey, Jed Amts, Samantha Hash, Alex King, Lena Evans, and Laria Miller. Finally, in the words of author Janet Kingsford, balance is not something you find. It is something you create. Until next time, friends, be well. <laughs>